couple years ago, I had 60 bass outs hitting 170, and everyone was ready to kill me too. What happened? MVP. The laser show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and our Puxatani, Pat Hackett, who just saw his shadow and is telling us that golf season is still another six weeks away. Uh, welcome back to Leonard's Laser Show. Uh, I have with me again El Capitan, Andrew Kaplan. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. Big uh, big Tom Hoagie fan and hates beats, so I'm ready to get this one going. <laughs> He's so emotional. I love it. He's so emotional. Uh, I'm glad we took the week off because I really didn't want to talk about the farmers. Uh, let's just skip right over that. We have a lot to cover. So before we dive in, the first question is, what do you have to drink? Miller Lite. Switching the beer this week. Ooh, I like that. Let's hear it. Ooh, very nice. What do you got? I got a Cape May IPA. Bought these this weekend when Ty came over, and I got a few left, so... Nice. That's about the All same right. as the Miller Lite. Yeah, well, what is it? It's uh, <laughs> 6.3%? Not quite, but... <laughs> yeah. Semantics. Semantics. All right, so let's dive in. Um, first thing we'll talk about this week, we'll get to the uh, actual PGA Tour event from this week. But let's start in Saudi Arabia. For those that didn't know, the Saudi, Ara- the Saudi International was a championship open... Just the Saudi International. I think it's just the Saudi International. Uh, it was a big event over the weekend, otherwise known as the Bone Saw. Uh, it took a lot of the talent, a lot of the PGA Tour talent, away from Pebble. Um, and a lot of the controversy around it is obviously um, around you know, the Saudi government, how they're using, um, basically using sports to to mask right, the injustices that they that they have and are doing um, over there. Uh, but it, I guess it doesn't really matter when you're paying these guys insane appearance fees and, and trying to pitch this uh, super golf league, Saudi golf league competition. Um, so that was that was pretty big in the golf world this week. Not really as much as the golf, but about kind of the offers that these guys were allegedly getting from the Super League. Uh, what were some of the ones you, you saw reported this week? So uh, Poulter was $30 million. Which was massive. Uh, Which is ama- amazing for a guy, you know, in the, t- in the twilight of his career. 100%. Um, so I saw, what was it? Westwood signed an NDA. Yes. I didn't see a number on his, but that sounds like he's already in. He already took the number, so he's already yeah. got the cash. Uh, Bryson, 130? Which, yeah, yeah. Was it 103 yeah. or 130? I think it was. I think it. Uh, or was it just a hundred? I think it was just. I think 100. it was a hundred pounds. Oh, all the numbers were in pounds, so Got roughly it. one one thirty ish. To be the face of the of the tour, which awesome, he deserves it. Great guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> who else? I think that was the only numbers. Yeah, I think I those saw. were the only. Yeah, and the one thing, actually, I and I'm going to go ahead and spoil our opportunity to pick him for the career earnings thing. You want to guess Ian, Pol- Ian Poulter's career PGA Tour earnings? All right. Let's see. I'm going to go 
31. Very good guess. Uh, his career earnings are 27.8 million. So they're going to pay him $30 million to go to the study golf league at the end of his career when nobody really gives a shit about Ian Poulter, um, which is more than he's made his entire career in the PGA. Makes sense. It was it was 130 for Bryson because I remember them popping it to Tiger who made 120 on course. Unreal. So he's going to absolutely beat Tiger on course in one check. Absolutely unreal. Excellent. The, the other number is two billion for the total like. Oh yes, available of money funds. That they can pay out. Yeah. Yes, available funds. The whole war chest is two billion, and I guess they want to spread across probably 40 golfers to make it interesting. Yeah. Right. Um, the guy that actually I think took the headlines this week as far as it comes to money, Saudi versus the PGA is our boy Phil Nicholson. Um, do you want to go ahead and, and recap what Phil had to say this week? Yeah, I mean, he basically destroyed the tour saying that they're way too greedy. They're keeping all of the cash. They're not distributing any of it to the players. He said that his, or maybe not his, but the entire media rights for the PGA Tour is worth $20 billion. These digital assets, yes. <laughs> Which, no idea how that number came about. The I think the recent TV contract was $700 million. Yeah. Don't know where $20 billion came from, but he, uh, not happy <laughs> with the tour. Not happy with the tour at all. Yes. So, um, I was going back to this, the Golf Digest article, um, today to prepare for this. And first of all, he led by saying, if he wins the U.S. Open, this is all moot because he's going to retire, which I think is great. But he's also basically saying, like, I'm not going to win the U.S. Open. So, like, we need to discuss this. Um... He is, yes, alleging that that the PGA Tour is greedy because they they have roughly twenty billion worth of digital assets. So the way I think he is looking at this is basically, can I somehow NFT every single clip, uh, you know, still frame picture, even like you know the jump his jump at the masters whatever it is right can i but like every single digital asset whether it's his or tigers or jordan's or whoever it is right um is worth 20 billion dollars and the way i kind of thought about this in like super layman's terms as he's trying to extrapolate to that number is my my boss kind of puts it the best way something is only worth as much as another person's willing to give you for it, whatever the market will bear. Right. Sure. So if he really thinks that every digital asset is worth $20 million, you know, all of the digital assets combined are worth $20 million. That's fantastic. I understand that. But can you crystallize that? Can you, can you monetize that? That's like this baseball card conundrum that I'm going through right now with my <laughs> brother. Right. I have two rubber maids of baseball cards. And well, baseball, football, and basketball cards. Two rubber maids worth, right? And my brother's like, you know, like I'm gonna float it out to this guy for like five hundred dollars per rubber maid. Let's like let's see what he's willing to pay. That's great. Like I can't take Jason's synthetic. Maybe we can get four hundred dollars for it, and then go to the golf store and buy a Scotty Cameron with it. 
right? Because I would have done that already. 100%. Right? But like, if you can't monetize a digital asset, it's not actually worth anything, right? So I don't know how you're getting to $20 billion, A. B, there is no other sport, there is no sport, I can't even say other sport because you can't do it in the PGA. There is no sport where the athletes have access and ownership or rights to the digital representation of what they've done, right? There's no Tom Brady digital ownership of the tuck rule or Julian Edelman's, <laughs> right? Like yeah, digital sure. ownership of the, what did he do? The, uh, the, the, the diving like fingertip grab or David Tyree. I mean, he might actually be relevant if he could own the helmet catch, right? Like that stuff is owned by the league because it's offered in a package form that makes you fucking relevant and make, and makes you a lot of money. So for you to say that the PGA Tour is sitting on $20 billion worth of unrealized profits that should be disseminated to the players, which, by the way, isn't the PGA Tour the only completely, like, the only player-run or player-owned professional sport in the world? Definitely. And they're a nonprofit. And so they're a nonprofit. It's public how much they're giving out, which is 55%. That's how much they're giving out to the players. It's not like a hidden number. Everyone knows that that's 55%. I don't they know have where to report it as a nonprofit. Through. It's crazy. I don't. And we're all thing, Russell, I, I don't. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. The part I don't get about the greedy part is what do you think he's made in his career? Not on course, totally. Um, I'd probably say around, like, over half a Everything. Dollars. Over half Easily, a Easily, right? Easily. Easily. And it's probably way more than that number. Because there were years where he was making 40, 50 for a couple of years there. Yeah, his career earnings on tour are $95 million. You have the Callaway contracts over the years. Um, you have KPMG over the years. Rolex. All that kind of shit. Now he's at the coffee company. Like... <laughs> It's at least 500. It's at least half a billion dollars. Conservatively, it's probably closer to like seven or eight. Yes. I don't understand. Like he's not, I don't think he's considered a top five golfer of all time. No. Top 10, but not top five. Sure, top 10. And he made $800 million. How much did he think he should have made? Dude, he made the most money he's ever made in a single year like via golf this year at the age of 51 he won a fuck he won a fucking major and then they gave him eight million dollars for the pip he's like he's never made that much i I just don't i don't get it that's the only way that they're allowed to like to justify the pip is it's performance based and they just they just rewarded him saying you are our number one like qualitative performer for 2020. Here's eight million dollars, and you want to you want to absolutely blast these guys. Let's not even get to the part of what he's using to blast the tour with, right? I'll get to that in a second, <laughs> but which is amazing. It's amazing, and it's you know what? Let's just get right to it. Sure. This is this is like this is like in our industry. For people that don't know, 
Capital and I are in finance. We'll leave it at that. This is like us leveraging an offer from another bank to try to get paid more by the bank that we currently work for. But here's the big caveat. There's always a but. The other bank is the Saudi government. <laughs> so, Phil, what Phil, what are you going to do at 51 years old? Are you going to go play Saudi events? Like, it, uh, is your wife allowed out there? Like, are you kidding me? You're, you're walking in with an offer from, like, the devil. Like, it's really incredible. I He's 51, too. Like, I don't understand why he expects to, like, make another $500 million from here on. You've already made the money. Like, your career is basically over. The fact that you won the PGA last year is truly remarkable. Yeah. But, like, that can't happen again because the rest of your season was horrendously terrible. It was dog shit. And you're playing so, this like, season like dog shit. <laughs> that can't happen again. Why do you want, like, I just, I don't know where it's coming from. If he was 21 and he won 15 times already, sure, maybe we can have this argument. At 51, like, I don't, I don't understand where he thinks his career is going at this point. But he's, he's acting holier than now by saying, like, you know, by, by talking about all this in the we form. Right, like he's doing it for the greater good. He's doing it for his fellow Detroit Tour player. Like, like where's all the, the where the fuck is everyone else that's with you, Phil? Like, Phil, you finished this tournament at Saudi, tied for fifty third with Bert Wiesberger. You got beat by guys. You got beat by Westwood. That's funny. You got beat by Westwood. You got beat by Kokrak. The two guys that are most tied. But you got like, give me a freaking break. You got beat by guys I've never even heard of before. Like. I I, I I don't get it. I don't get it. He's going scorched earth on and this this is probably the most this is what bothers me the most about most about this is he can do this, right? And he's obviously not gonna like what's he gonna threaten to go and then like if they don't get you know maximum you know I'm trying to think of the word here, the term here, but like, you know, um enough players to make this worthwhile for the Saudis to actually get off the ground. Right? What's he gonna do? He's just gonna slink on back to the PGA and pretend like none of this happens. Like he is, though. He's gonna do. He's gonna <laughs> he's do that. He's definitely gonna do it. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna do that. And he's gonna get away with it. And we're all gonna forget about like the way like where Phil tried to attempt a coup with like the Saudi government. It's this isn't like he's presenting like a better option here in the United States. You know, even even the Premier Golf League just isn't it, it doesn't involve dirty money and, and, and politics like if you want to tweak aspects of the game or you have grievances with the game it's not like let me go get some dirty money to that's gonna that's want to spend two billion dollars that they're just printing in you know the basement of the government and handing out to the top 40 players in the world that are willing to come over and sell their soul. I was thinking about this one today. You're a much bigger Phil fan than I am. If you I, never I, saw I him was. play... <laughs> prior to this happening, if you never saw him play golf again, would that bother you? No, because he's 20. 
No, there's 20 billion worth of digital assets that I can watch. Right? <laughs> right? I, I, I like. I don't know if I never saw him play golf again. Like he's not going I mean, to ever top what he did last May. That's no, never I mean, going to happen. Yes, a hundred percent. Like, 100%. If he I'm, just I, didn't like, play on the PGA Tour again, I don't think people would like notice because every week that he plays, he misses the cut, and he's not relevant when he's playing on Thursday and Friday. So I don't only think people would even know that he's not playing anymore. The only thing I would ever be okay with is I'd be okay with the USGA giving him a lifetime exemption into every US Open for the rest <laughs> of his life to just watch him suffer every year for, for two days because he won't make the weekend. Like... <sighs> I, dude, he went. That's the thing that sucks the most. Is he went scorched earth on this. He has no real plans to to actually like follow through with this and be. Even if it comes down to like twenty guys, he's not going to be the one of twenty. No, like, not at all. No, no, he's just going to slink on back to the PGA Tour, pretend like this never happened. You know. Probably hit the first tee shot with Tiger at Augusta, and, and maybe one of his kids will hold up a, a bag of coffee beans. <laughs> that behind, one hundred percent that's happening. Uh, give me a break. One hundred percent that's happening. Uh, the other thing that happened this week, and I, I can't talk about Phil anymore because he's just pissing me <laughs> off at this point. Um, is uh, your boy, your boy Bryson? You want to recap people what happened to Bryson this week? Yeah, I mean he uh, he fell. He tripped and hurt his wrist, which is uh, the first time that he was injured since <laughs> deciding to uh, join the long drive tour. Um, yep. And he had the WD because he, he tripped and fell. So next topic. I don't know he what tripped, we're talking he, about here. So when did he say he tripped and fell? I think it was after he WD because everyone piled on. That no, no. hurt himself. Oh, when did he actually trip? Yes, he said he tells us when he tripped. That's a great question. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know the answer to that one. Yes, this is quote from from Bryson. Yes, well, first of all, he starts. Everyone needs to chill, <laughs> which is an awesome way to start. A, I don't even know yeah. what this wasn't an apology or anything. No, not a great I, way to start. This is fine. This is like the little dog with the room burning down around him. This is fine. Everyone needs to chill. Yes, I hurt myself, but not by hitting it far. I slipped and fell this week on Tuesday, unfortunately. I know people probably won't believe me, but that is the truth. I will be back stronger and better than ever in a few weeks. You did not slip and fall on Tuesday, Bryson. You might have slipped and hurt yourself again on Tuesday, but you were hurt at the farmers. Everyone saw you flexing your wrist. Everyone saw you reaching for your back after you pumped one out of bounds. Like, this is not a, you know... This is a Dustin Johnson, and nobody can see me right now. I'm doing air quotes. Dustin Johnson fell down the stairs. <laughs> and the days leading up to the Masters. Like, you hurt yourself because you pushed yourself too quickly. And you're swinging like nobody has been supposed to ever swing like. Like, Tiger Woods has similar back, knee, you know, uh, complications and problems and injuries because his swing was so violent. And because he bulked up, you are doing that in such a more compressed time period. Of course, you're going to hurt yourself. If it was just the farmers, it would be bad because he was clearly on TV, yes, and yes. like holding his back and holding his wrist. However, 
he also did a YouTube video where he showed himself getting physical therapy on his wrist. <laughs> he did? I didn't know he that. did. <laughs> Which is like, and that's like his thing with the YouTube videos is like, I want to control the narrative. I want to be the one sending out my message. But you can't then lie after the fact that you tripped. If you were the one that sent, it's not like, oh, like there's reporters saying he was hurt at farmers. Like you put out the video saying that you were injured and you were getting physical therapy. I don't like, how is it even possible that you could say that you were not injured before when you said that you were injured before? The thing is, we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, his messaging around this stuff has always been terrible. Like, I didn't get the vaccine shot because I'm saving it for people that really. That was it. no. That was compassion, though. <laughs> that was he was just being compassionate. <laughs> I don't know what for. There was no. There, there was no shortage of shots at that given time. But hey, I just I don't want to take it from somebody else that really needs it. A nice guy. I don't know. He's he's not He's a, I, honestly, I think if it wasn't the Saudi this week, he would have. WD before any of like he would have WD from from Pebble this week if he was like he he'll never play Pebble but like I th- I don't think he would I, like after the farmers he would have taken the week off and just been like yeah like you saw me do the physical therapy you know on my on my sweet YouTube channel that's not worth twenty billion but maybe it's worth five and um I'm just gonna sit out this week the Pebble but like he probably had a gigantic appearance fee or appearance bonus from the Saudis and they just apparently offered him like top billing on their blood tour blood sport tour um (laughs) I will say to that point though Tiger did do the same thing though when he flew out to Abu Dhabi for the appearance fee and then withdrew after the first round oh yeah oh yeah so it's not only Bryson that's going for the money I would have to imagine that Tiger's appearance fee was a little bit more than Bryson's. Yeah. But it is... But but Tiger gave zero fucks about it. Like, he was just like, I'm doing this. Like, he didn't... Yeah, for sure. Tiger Tiger didn't fabricate a a slip and fall on Tuesday. Right. And we knew that he was already in there. Unreal. Um, The actual headline... What's... Yeah. I would probably get that. I feel that. Yeah. I, you know, I, you could go to your little candle vigil in your apartment. To, <laughs> I want to see him get back, get back out there. Let's see, see him get back out there. What really, what we should really, what we really should be talking about from Saudi is Harold Barter the Third's win. Um, it's his second career win. He still doesn't have any on the PGA Tour. He's got one on the DP, I think, and then now this one. Um, the putt on the seventy-second hole was absolutely absurd. It was over, what, 100 feet? It was with, incredible. With 30 incredible. feet of, of sideways break. Like, uh, that was so cool. It was, he's one of those guys, like, if you, if you don't find yourself rooting, marginally rooting for, for HV3 every now and then, like, you should go check to see if you have a pulse or if your heart is three sizes too small. Like, he's, He's so easy to root for it. And his reaction was just so pure and so genuine and awesome. Um, even though I think he might have left a dent in the in the course. <laughs> what's the what's the first thing you think of when you think of him? HV three? Um yeah. first thing I think of is Jordan. The Jordan yeah. brand. Uh 
And then, unfortunately, the second thing I think of is probably the epic collapse that he had. At That's my number one. That's my yeah. number one. At that, was that at, 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 at Beth, Beth Page? Beth Page. Yeah, Beth yeah. yeah that was on Sunday. Yeah, not great. That not great. That, and like, they dropped him from coverage on like hole three because he was yeah. like six over at that point. Yeah, the only times you saw him was like in the background of Brooks's shots. <laughs> right. That was tough. That was tough. That was tough. But I do love that he wears his. Uh, where do you go? East Carolina. That's where he wears the purple every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's just fun to root for. And then, you know, everyone gives, you know, myself included, everyone gives Bubba a hard time. But I did respect Bubba, like, flat out running from the scorer's room to the 18th green to congratulate him. Because, like, if you're going to lose by one, I think I'd want my guy, the guy to beat me making a 100-foot putt. Like, I, I would have, ra- like, if I was Bubba, I would have rather lose that way than go to a playoff and then lose in a playoff. 100%. He's right. he's changed a lot. He has. He has. Like, yeah. He's it's opened weird. up a lot about it. It's weird. It's like, weird. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I, I find myself, like, like pausing, like, really? Am I really, like, okay with Bubba? Am I really rooting yeah. for Bubba? And then, like, you're like, yeah, like, he's, like, he's actually, he's actually been able over the last couple of years now to stay true to this new narrative it's not like one of those things where he shows you know it, it looks like he's different and then like backpedals and does something stupid <laughs> right no but he, he act- seems like a different person yeah like he actually seems like he's changed so that's i'm hoping for more of that give me you know give me bubba instead of phil if phil's gonna fucking go to saudi whatever um anything else from saudi before we go to pebble that putt was just, it took so long for that putt to drop too. There was like yeah. six or seven points in there where I thought he was going to be out by 25 feet. Oh yeah. It was like, that's not getting up to the hill. And then he gets over the hill and you're like, oh, it's going to die before the full the, the hole and it's going to tap in. And then you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh, my, oh my God, this is going in. This is going in. Truly incredible. Awesome celebration. Like you rarely see the like that like much excitement on a putt. Yeah. And it was like nice to see somebody who like hasn't made seventy five million dollars and doesn't care. <laughs> he like truly, truly cared about golf, which is awesome yeah. to see. Absolutely. Actually, I want to now look up his career earnings. Ooh. <laughs> I think Ooh. it's low. It's not great, Bob. Yeah. Eight, eight, eight and a half million. I'll tell you. Okay. All right. Uh, let's. Still impressive. Um, let's go to Pebble Beach. So Pebble this week. Uh, congratulations to. Mike Blom for picking Tom Hoagie sandwich. Very uh, impressive. Very I, impressive. I, I I was sitting there like, um, I don't. Did anybody pick Spieth in the league? I don't think I so. Can't remember. No, I don't think so. No, I, some people had Canley. Um, yeah. yeah, nobody had Spieth. So the closest was Canley, and I was like, okay, like you know, Canley money for number one is not gonna be bad. And then I looked in, I was like, holy shit, somebody actually had Hoagie. <laughs> It's Mike Blanc, so great job. Um, I, I, okay, so we talked about this briefly this morning, and I'm going to change the, the question. Um, my question was going to be, who do you think, like, do, like, did Jordan give this one away? Did Tom Hoagie take it from him? I'm willing to concede that it's a combination of both. Um, but what I really want to ask you is, so I've, I'm reading the Kyle Porter book. Mm-hmm. 
I listened to No Laying Up, as you know. All right, so between Kyle Porter, between Solly and DJ, between you, it sounds like your buddy Yolo is a big Speed fan. Um, our friend Tim Holden, right? There's something about Jordan that's it just invokes this like religious devotees. It's like the Beatles with the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC all <laughs> combined into one. There's something like so emotional about getting into Jordan Speed, and I feel like he's honestly one of those guys where like you either completely are enamored and on the edge of your seat for everything that he does yourself included or and it's not that I dislike him I'm on the other side where I'm just like I don't get it what am I missing here so can you explain to me what is it about Spieth that has you guys just all lathered all the time so I think the number one thing is it's never easy. So if Adam Scott goes out, shoots a 51, you'd be like, cool. His swing is perfect. He just hits the middle of the fairway, hits the green, and makes a putt. Cool. Okay. Speed could also shoot 51 and hit four balls out of bounds. <laughs> Every single shot that he hits is a massive struggle for him. I don't know why it is. It's every single shot, he's like under immense amount of pressure. And he's talking for seven minutes before every shot to try and come up with a number. And sometimes he does it, sometimes he doesn't execute. And that's what makes it so much fun. The whatever practice swing pre-shot thing he has going on now. It's new. He looks like a it's he looks like a 34 handicap. It's I don't new understand it's, what he's it's doing. gross. It's, it's so disgusting. gross. It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. It makes me nervous watching him. Because if he made that move into the ball, he would shank it every single time. Yeah. Yet, he's a professional golfer, and he's very good at it. And I don't understand. Like, he just makes it look so hard, and no other golfer does that. Dude, he's back to, what, 15th in the world on OWGR? But it's, you're saying that you're not in, but you are in. Because when he goes on those runs, be excited for that run were you watching the saturday round at yeah last year yeah but like for me for me i could do without all the pre-shot stuff like i would find i would best part of it like like him shooting like if he shot 59 yeah and and jt shot 59 like i think i would modestly enjoy jt shooting 59 more because i don't have to see him like mentally labor through through like not even through every shot like sometimes i'm afraid that jordan stops breathing i could not disagree more with that <laughs> i, can't, I, I can't. truly could not disagree more with that me shooting 59 would be the most exciting thing you've ever seen in your life uh, i mean i, I think I, I, I love it too because he's like half 30 handicap half top three golfer in the world like you struggle on every single shot that you hit he also yeah. does the same thing. He just executes it perfectly. What exactly what he was doing? So he's the he's the everyman because he struggles through every shot and he just happens to be on camera every time. It's so good, and he's so 
like watching him struggle, but then execute to perfection. They, uh, NLU tweeted out the proximity to the hole for yeah. the yards that he had on the back nine. And the longest distance between the number he had and how far he hit it was four yards. Yeah, I saw that. I Most saw of that. them were one or two yards off of the exact number that he had. Yeah. But it doesn't look like he's going to do that at all. No, he looks like he's going to, you know, shank it off the hosel and take a camera guy out. Better from 30 feet on the green than he is from one foot on the green. Yeah. I I can't get... I, every time he's on TV, it's must-watch TV. I actually... I would go so far as to say... Granted, I never was watching Pete Tiger when he was Pete Tiger. Yeah. I think speed is more exciting to watch. Because he can drop the bombs like Tiger could. And he's yeah. just like every single, like, we talked about the shots today. It's like he's hitting behind a truck. Like, why is he behind? How do you hit a ball <laughs> that far offline at the British Open? Where you well, obviously, a truck? You know, I mean, even even yesterday, he, well, two days ago, he hits to the edge of a cliff. That had a 68 foot drop. Um, and I, I think that's what it is. Like, the fact that I'm going to have to see that clip over and over and over and over again for the next, you know, when's the FedEx Cup done? August. So the next six months, just over and over and over again. And they're probably going to reference how, like, that, sh- that one stroke is going to be the difference between him playing. The BMW and him not making it to East Lake, or him finishing fifth in the FedEx Cup rank versus this six, like all this kind of shit. Like, I, don't, I just there's this like, yes, he's. I think that's what it is. It's this every man's side to him, but then after he pulls it off, he's got this like smirk and this like. The swagger that's just like, yeah, of course I can do that. I'm like, really? Because like 30 seconds before that, you you were like crippled. I can't can't disagree more with that either. He's so fucking polished, and he's like such a good person. Like, here you go. Compare him to Phil, who has a similar gait. I got to Phil. That's Phil will hit seven (laughs) balls out of bounds and still shoot a 63. Yeah. It's a similar type game where, like, you have to be in for the full round in order to appreciate this. That probably is the best comparison. It's just a complete roller coaster, and you can have these tournaments where, like, I mean, even even this tournament, like, you watch this tournament, and there were there were parts of this, like, Jesus Christ, like, is Speed gonna make the cut? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that's exactly right. This was your biggest comeback in PGA Tour history. No, but he I think was down actually, twelve shots after thirty six. I think I think if you if they if you were watching golf even Saturday or Sunday, maybe not Saturday. If you were watching golf on Sunday, there were moments watching it Sunday. If there if the score wasn't on the screen, you probably would have been like, "Why are they still following the speed?" One hundred percent. Which is why because like because he like he he hits a bad tee shot and he like lets go of the club at like the top of the swing. Like that one he hit. What was it into fifteen? Where it goes right, yeah, the drive goes it, right, and he's like, drop the club immediately, whips the club around, drops it, and catches it right before it falls, and then his recovery shot clips the tree and lands like you know forty five yards short. 
and then he chips it up and makes the, the putt for par. You're just like, wow, that was a great save. And, you know, I guess I don't know why they're showing him this late. Like, he's probably not in contention. And then you're like, holy shit, he's got a two-shot lead. What the fuck? Like, I, <laughs> that's why it's fun. So peak, I mean, this is not peak. Ricky is not really a thing, but peak Ricky. <laughs> he hit fairways and green, right? Yeah. Is that more exciting than watching this? Uh, don't lie. No. no, it's not more exciting. It's not more I exciting. Just, so, would you want to watch somebody that's more exciting? I, I could just do without the the couch session before every shot. That's part. Like Michael Greller. I love them. Just, the just they're, they're truly, truly a team. Oh yeah, they are a team, but they are truly a team. Greller deserves at least seventy-five percent of all of his. It's 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 insane. It's absolutely insane. Uh, there's never gonna be. A, I don't think there's ever gonna be, or ever has been, a caddy as important to somebody's success as Greller is to Jordan Spieth. That I agree. With. I think Bones could have been close. I don't think Phil listened to Bones a lot, though. Yeah, that's the thing. I think Jordan like, like. If this is like a pitcher or catcher calling balls and strikes, like, hundred percent, he probably absolutely yeah, exact same thing. Yeah, right. He he calls off Greller. He shakes off Greller. I don't know, maybe like three times a day. It's so that, three. It's like if yeah, that. So 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 three of three of seventy. Like that's insane. <laughs> I would actually go further and say, I would listen. Like I wish they would get mic'd up. So you could hear even more of the conversation on every single shot that they're hitting. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I would love to. There was um, what was it? I think it was the the century this year. I felt I had cameras like really close to the to the to the players and the caddies, and you got to see you got to hear a lot more of that conversation at the century for some, probably because it was a smaller field. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see. That. I mean, the players will never allow that because you might have a couple instances like the whole JT thing. No, Spee's a good guy though. He would. Oh, not with yeah, not with him. But I'm just saying in general. Um, yeah, Spee would do it. Tour. I think Spee would do it. Yeah, Spee would probably do it. Spee would probably do it. Uh, he's the best. And so I'm gonna skip right over the amateur. The amateurs. I mean, they were uh, as C-list celebrities as they could. I think they were more country music stars than like any other profession out there and some and just some really rich people like dj solly and and um <laughs> and brian roberts of comcast uh but the boys on 10 so i i was on the uh skull on the slice uh, slice in the skull i forgot which one comes first uh jay jay and jeruzzi i'll probably get heat for that but that's if they yeah, make it back. through that's, that's if they actually well that's assuming they listen to this much of the podcast we're on like we're a competing podcast Oh yeah, I mean they. You know, I'm good about listening to theirs. I'm not sure if they always <laughs> listen to all of mine. Um, but they asked me a question last week, leading up into into Pebble. Um, if you were the amateur, mm-hmm. if if there was a, a golfer you'd want to play with the most, and a golfer you'd want to play with the least, it doesn't have to be someone that played Pebble this week. Just a professional golfer. If you could play with anybody. Uh, who would you pick, and then who would be like the last person that you would want seen if they if you were given like a random draw?
Yeah, so golfer I'd like to play with the most. I don't think I need to answer that after what yeah. we just talked about. Moving right along. <laughs> That's pretty clear. Um, least. Bo Hostler, probably. Really? Why Bo Hostler? I just, I don't like anything about him at all. It starts <laughs> with the visor. The hair coming out of the visor, I don't like. Okay. It looks weird. He kind of looks like know. he always just smelled a fart. I just, I don't like anything. He could be an awesome, great guy. I, I don't like him at all. Interesting. Interesting take. All this right. is, this is, that was right off the top. I thought you were going to go the other way. Who would you want to play with on the celebrity side if you were the golfer? Oh. But Paul Hassler may still be my answer. Though. <laughs> That's great. I can't think great. of anybody that I don't like worse than him. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Maybe Camley. Camley can. He doesn't seem that fun. It's funny because there's like there's something there's something the same about both those guys. They both look. Yeah. They both carry this like resting fart face. Yeah, I'm not a not a huge fan. Who are you? I mean, I assume Ricky is your guy. No, he wasn't actually. Mine was really? uh, well, my number one was Victor Hovland. That that's a good answer. I like that. Right. And that's then good. my least was uh, Billy Horschel. I hate that guy. I think it would be fun to see like idiosyncratic moves and like he's nope. like always like tense and the way he nope. like walks up the putts. I think it would be awesome to watch that up close. Nope. Pass. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like he may just like break a putter on your head at some point. It's, yeah. I think it would be awesome to watch. <laughs> nope. I'll pass. I would definitely watch that. All right, let's uh, let's dive into life of Leonard. Uh, so this is two weeks worth. Um, so a couple Saturdays ago, I went to the simulator with uh, Baldino and Pat Hackett. Uh, we were we're preparing for our, our Piners trip. Uh, if you haven't heard, we're going to Piners uh, <laughs> in June. Um, we had a fabulous time at the clubhouse in Fairfield. I lost Chris for about five minutes uh, because he was behind the construction of the new bar and restaurant with one of the investors of the place and. Ooh. Like, Chris is, like, a bit of a social butterfly, so he'll talk to anybody. But this guy, like, was, you know, was peacocking a little bit about how awesome the place was and showing <laughs> off. So, yeah, so we made a friend. Um, That's a good friend. Yeah, so it's, it should be good. Um, had a great time with, with Hackett. He's hitting his driver for probably the last time because the new stealth. Actually, no, he didn't end up with the stealth. He ended up with the... Uh, Titleist. The Titleist, yes. Um, so he's got that coming in the mail soon. So then we're thinking about where to go for dinner, and Baldino's like, oh, there's a steakhouse close by. I think it's Franklin's Steakhouse or something like that. Um, and we're like, yeah, no, we can. Is, is it okay that we're like in sweatpants, like coming out of the simulator to a steakhouse? And Chris is like, yeah, yeah, it's fun. We rolled up. It was not a steakhouse. They might advertise. <laughs> they might advertise themselves as a steakhouse, but it was like a like a dive bar. Um, the bartender was definitely hitting on Pat. Uh, we sat at the bar. Bartender was definitely hitting on Pat. I went nice. to the bat. I went to the bathroom um, and walked by the stage where there was live music, and uh, the Cougars were were on the prowl. I got undre- <laughs> I got completely eye undressed by these three women at a high top table, and like basically asked to to come sit with them. Um, we did order steaks, and they were fantastic. Ooh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So between the scene. 
the the service and the food, like this is going to be our de facto spot after we go to the clubhouse. Like no doubt about it. Wow. Yeah. Um, the next day, Baldino came over with his family, and we watched the two playoff games. My 49ers, unfortunately, lost to the Rams. I don't want to talk about it. Um, on Wednesday was uh, Johnny's fourth birthday. Uh, I recorded with the Tandem Bike, the Skull and the Slice, um, Tuesday night. And then Johnny's birthday was on Wednesday. It was a lot of fun with pizza and cake and Spider-Man and all that fun stuff. Um and this past weekend, uh, you know, spent a lot of it watching Pebble. Um, Aaron Westner from the league uh, did some custom stamping of my 60-degree wedge. So I'm excited uh, to get that back. And I'll share a picture in the group about, you know, how awesome his work is. And I'm really just so freaking thirsty to play some golf. I got Florida next, I believe next Thursday night. And then I might actually get out and play outside this Saturday because it's supposed to be about 47 degrees here in New Jersey. So, um, I mean, really just just trying to keep the game nice and tight ahead of, uh, ahead of Pinehurst. I like that. I got uh, way, way too excited to just book the cars for Pinehurst today. <laughs> That's how I much could, I want to go play golf. I could tell. I that, that... two minivans and I was like fucking pumped. <laughs> I could tell that when you asked me, you're like, is too many? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I mean, oh man, I'm, oh, can we go right now? Let's go. Like, I can't wait. Yeah, this I was the first one, sense the first round where I was like, I really, this is, I'm done with winter already. I really want to play golf. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first on the career earnings? I'll go first. I got, okay. I got a new one for you. All right. Hit me. Kevin Nah. Oh my God. Kevin Nananana. Also on the, um, that, the, the skull and the slice, uh, my runner up to least wanting to play with was Kevin Na. And the boys didn't understand where I was coming from. I think you, that's a good one. That's yeah. it. That may be a better one, actually. Yeah. I don't like him at all. All right. Kevin Na, how much money has he made on tour? He's been around for fucking ever. Yeah. Uh, what did I say Poulter's was? Poulter's was like 28. I'm going to say it's more than Poulter. I'm going to say Kevin Nas like 34. That's very close. He's 37. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. He's, he like sneaky wins a lot. How many times has he won? I, I got to think it's like over 10, right? I think it's over 10 right now. It's... I, I I was blown away. Thirty-seven million is a ton of money for that guy. It's a lot of lot of money. But he's never like, he's, been, he's been on the tour over ten years. Never lost his card. He's thirty-eight years old. Man, still don't like you. But uh, no, actually, I I'm gonna go back. I think that may be number one. He may be the worst. Would, yeah, right. Why wow, he actually he would try and be like funny, and he's just not funny at all. No, no. I don't know. And like the one, I, I'll it, like the one that really killed me was the match play when he tried to like yeah, the DJ. The DJ. I'm like, I'm like that's Dustin Johnson. Like he is so much more important than you. By the way, he's only won five times on the PGA Tour. Really? Yeah, he's got five PGA Tour victories, one international victory, and one additional victory. I wonder what the additional is. Um, I thought the additional, maybe like a WGC. I don't know. 
Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. That's uh, I. I thought he was over ten. I really thought he was over ten. So he's just like always, just like top twenty for twenty yeah. years. Just around, just constantly around. I can't stand him. All right, um, this week we have the waste management or the. No, I guess no. now it's called the WM Phoenix. WM. Yeah. How much? Uh, how much you think McKinsey got for that? That rebrand. That, that oh, rebrand. Gosh. Well, I mean, I guess it used to be called the Phoenix Open, like way back. So they're bringing back to go from waste management to WM. Though. Oh gosh, I mean, twenty billion dollars <laughs> at least. At least, <laughs> right? At least that uh, much. Uh, all right. So last year's winner, can you tell me? Yes, that was uh, dark-haired Brooks Koepka. <laughs> I love the caveat. Yes, not Eminem Brooks no. Koepka, dark-haired. Beautiful chip in on was that seventeen? Uh, um, was it seventeen or sixteen? Sixteen's a stadium hall, so it was it was seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Seventeen. Yep. Um uh, and that, that ended up being his only win of last year, right? Yeah. yeah. He got close with Phil. Yep. Yeah, I think that was it. Yep. Um this is at the TPC Scottsdale Stadium course. There are two courses there. There's also the Champions course. They're not playing both of them. They're only playing the Stadium course. I played the Champions course with um, Ian Chasler from the league and Dylan De Palmer from the league. We played before Ty Kern's wedding, also from the league, um, in what was that? November of 2019. Um, this is also the site of Ricky's last win. Um, what year was that? Oh gosh, was that? <laughs> that was twenty twenty, <laughs> right? Didn't he I win? Twenty? So. Didn't he win? I think he won in twenty. Kepka won in twenty one. I think so. I think he won right after I went there. Hmm. Let's go to the videotape. Anyways. In the meantime, um, you're going to see, no. you know, this Web is... Web 1 in 2020. Web 1? Web 1 in 2020? So what... Yeah, that was the Fino. Fino was up by, like, four shots, and then Web came and got him at the end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So when, I guess, what was it, 2018? Gosh. This is 19 so was Fowler. 19. Oh, so the year... Okay, so after I went. Okay. Ugh. Speaking of another guy with only five career wins in the PGA Tour, Ricky Fowler. Um, moving right along. Uh, this is always Super Bowl weekend, which is great because you get to watch golf. Leading up to the Super Bowl, see the last guy hole out on the 72nd hole, and then you um, you know, flip over to Super Bowl coverage. Um, this is also where Chazler got the nickname of the snake because I scared him with a rubber snake uh, <laughs> <laughs> next to his cart, and he did such an epic moonwalk he, you would thought he was Michael Jackson during the halftime show did you get um, the uh, the clip on one that goes on the shirt no <laughs> no those no, videos are fantastic those are great yes um, the massive crowds will be back record setting crowds um, the 16th stadium hole will be rocking there will be plenty of bodacious golf babes like Paige Spiranek and Kate Kearney and probably our favorite, uh, Alexandra Alaglin. Um, yeah. So, um, also something to mention, Drew attended this event, uh, as part of a bachelor party 
uh, and he had the bachelor dress up as a tooth and then he gave <laughs> he gave strangers a giant toothbrush to brush the bachelor um so yeah this this is just just complete complete circus um i honestly think and i discussed this with the guys on the other pod was that this should be the first event of the year that goes thursday to sunday i think every event before this should honestly be wednesday to wednesday to saturday to not conflict with the nfl um but i don't know about that like doesn't that mess up the saturday games though like it clearly works for the for the week where there's only games on sunday there's I think still the games can, on Saturday in the playoffs. But the games on Saturday are typically later. They're typically like 4 and 8 o'clock. That's so you fair. Can get, you can push up the tee times early. Yeah. You can get creative with That's it. Fair. That, That's right. fair. That's fair. So I'm, I'm all for that, though. It's yeah. Yeah, The Farmers was fantastic. That was great. I, I thought they did an awesome job. A really awesome job. Uh, I don't know if I already said. Par 70, it's only a par 71. 7,261 yards. Um... And again, it's no longer the Waste Management Open. Is WM Phoenix Open? Um, anything else we want to include to preview? Oh, uh, yeah, go for it. I forgot to talk about standings. We got to talk about the standings. Uh, vaulting to number one, Mike Blom with his Tom Hoagie pick, two point nine eight million. Kevin Henry still uh, riding the hotness of Hideki Matsuyama's win. 2.28 2.29 million um in third place is dt i honestly don't know who you are 1.4 that's why i wish everyone just put their regular names uh 1.4 million in third place uh where are you kaplan not at the bottom not at the bottom i'm at 41st 41st place so not good um what's your name in this thing uh ak47 AK-47. Yeah, that should be easy to find. I'm not finding it. Dun, 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 dun. There he is. 46th place. I got you by a little bit, but not at the bottom. Uh, our, week, though. We, we have two seller dwellers, uh, both with $0. The Big Show, Ryan Anderson, still at 0 <laughs> And Josh Goodstad, also at 0 uh, Great, guys. Let's earn some money. All right. Um, we'll go to... you have anything else to have from phoenix or should we jump to career earnings no i i actually really like this event i think it's a it's a good course on tv yeah i would definitely like to play the course but i like the whole atmosphere though is just like this is a fun one to watch yeah i'm excited for this one and the course like the holes are like especially the final stretch are super interesting like the 15th the par three with the island green at the very very end of it um with james han do you remember that last year when he completely just blasted his second shot into the water yeah uh, i'll never because he was standing there waiting 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 for them to clear the green i just like dude i've been there and what i've done is what you just did <laughs> <laughs> you waited to clear the green and blasted it right into the water not great um and then obviously stadium hole 16 is a blast the drivable par 4 17th is awesome um, I mean, what did Spieth shoot here last year when he basically went a contract to 61, right? It was 61 or 62, yeah. Yeah. And he pointed to that guy across the pond on 17. <laughs> I mean, you might be, you might, he's the best. Yeah, you might be winning, he might be winning me over a little bit. Um, he's the best. And then 18 is a little bit of a letdown. The only thing is it pinches really hard on both sides with there's, 
there's water and and bunkers on the left side if you pull it and then on the right side it's got some pretty thick rough that's on a severe slant if i remember so like you're kind of fucked on both sides if you miss the fairway um so i guess it's 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 a little more interesting than than it's just it's a little bit of a letdown after 15 16 and 17 but yeah you know they all can't be beautiful and the grass okay. is always unbelievably green. Oh my god! It's, Which it's, is it's nice like, when it's it, winter here. Yeah, it's like it's spray painted. It's so perfect. Yeah, I love it. All right, let's go to career earnings. Career earnings. Career earnings. Right, I'm not going to pick him because I was really close to Kevin Nossi. You might have seen it by accident. Okay. Jason Day. Talk about a guy who I was hoping to see a lot of this past Sunday, and we did not until literally the last hole. But I do like where his game's at. I like where it's trending, and it's good to see him relevant again. He he looks like he's ready to go again. Yeah. He like he lost probably 15, 20 pounds. He's just he so lo- fucking stable over the ball. I love he, watching him play. Yeah. He looks just he finally looks comfortable. I'm gonna go. Thirty-one. Oof! Not even close. <laughs> is he the forty? Forty-nine point six. That was that was bad. <laughs> Real bad. Real bad. It's okay. No, I psyched myself out when you were waiting. I assumed you were scrolling down. Oh. <laughs> I knew it was higher, and I just should have gone. He won so many times. He's got a major. That was bad. He, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he went on, what, like a pretty much an 18-month just heater. You could make an easy-ish argument that his 2015 was better than Speed's 2015. And Speed almost won all four majors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Jason he was, won. He was unbelievable. He was he second won, like, basically every single event. Yeah, and and then he won like all the regular events in between. Like, yeah, yeah he is, when he's on, he is unbelievably good. How about this question? How many career PGA Tour wins does he have? Nine, twelve, and he won five in that year you were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> Holy, that is insane. That's like. Wildly considered to be like the best year with Speed's 2015, and like Jason Day is probably a better year in that year. That's crazy. It's incredible. All right, Bubs. Anything else to to add before we sign off? I think that's it. I'm, I think uh, we, I, I think we touched them all. Yeah, 55 degrees this weekend, so can't get wait. Out and play. Can't wait. I don't care if I have to hit temp greens at Shack. I'm playing. I like it. So. All right, guys, uh, as usual, get your picks in, um, get them in. I would get them in as early as, you know, as early as possible on Wednesday. Um, we are in Arizona, so it's what, only two hours back as opposed to three hours back. Um, and it's probably going to be a pretty healthy field. So they're probably going to have split tees and some early, early tee times. So get your picks in. Um, Cap, thank you again, as always. Of course. Um, and as always, guys, pick a pure.